0: following podcast contains adult language and isn't suitable for all audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to Unpressible Defects episode 172. I am... Hello. Yeah, don't echo on me i am uh jamie obviously and welcome to the podcast um again i'm it's just me so uh i was told by a few people that i should like uh put out the link and invite people uh and then decide what comes in so i came up with like a whole outline that we're gonna go through uh which i think is pretty neat and um yeah i think i mean i just think that's cool so i also have like a whole uh, image thing going on, which which I think is pretty cool. So, um 172. Uh, also, if you're listening to this on iTunes or some kind of like podcast uh, listening thing, I've uh, paid for that for another year, so I can't see this podcast ending for at least another ten months because I can't see uh, paying for that and not using it. That wouldn't make any sense, right? So, um yeah, unpressible defects. 172. Uh, I think. We're going to have a great episode, as we always do, and we'll just see where we go. Last episode was pretty good, too, I think. It was, what, 20 minutes? Um, Maybe just under 20 minutes, so we'll see how long we can go on this one. Um, I mean, I don't care. I think it's a great podcast. I also did Comic Book Awards yesterday uh, with uh, Nico and Sleepy John. I think that's a great podcast, too, so we'll just see how this goes. Um, Yeah, I mean, again, I, I don't know. I've just been in, like, a weird mood. Uh, for the last few weeks, I guess like last week, um, I was driving home. Uh, I was like, it was late and I was hungry. So I went to the grocery store and I bought like a bunch of fruit because like you are what you eat. So I went and I bought a bunch of fruit and, um, and I was driving home and there was like a guy driving in front of me and he was going like 30 kilometers an hour and it was like a 50 kilometer zone. So I like, I passed him. He was going like 70 at the most. Um, but then he started like tailgating me and he followed me like all the way home and, um, Before i got home i was like a few houses in front of it and i just stopped the car and um he stopped his car and we both stopped for a second and then he drove in front of me and then stopped a few houses in front so um me being like a a smart person uh instead of just going home and ending it there i uh i just started uh i pulled up right behind him and, and put my high beams on uh so then he started driving and uh then i just started following him uh, tailgating him so that went on for a good like 20 minutes of him um him stopping and me getting in front and then the whole thing so i mean i haven't really been making the greatest decisions and i'm just in a weird mood the whole time so uh we'll see how long we can go with this uh but i don't know i'm pretty excited for it i'm i'm always excited to talk about comics so uh we'll see where it goes one one thing i wanted to touch on is uh if you're a member of the patreon which I'm shutting down in a few days. Apparently, I don't know. I still have it open to send emails, and it's like uh, it's suspended for the pay- like the payments for next month are suspended. So you shouldn't have to worry about that too much. But um, I'm going to be shutting it down in a few days or a few weeks or something. Whatever. Don't worry about it. You're not getting charged. But uh, my point is, I was contacted by a few guys at uh, uh, f- involved in the Twisted Haunted Hierons variant, and apparently, uh, the cover art's going to be used for like merchandise and stuff, which I think is pretty cool so if you have one of those um i mean i don't know does that mean it's going to be worth more money i don't know i had like five left i think and i know mel had a few and and i was selling them for about 80 us and i think he was selling them for about the same so who knows but uh, if you have one of those i mean that's a good book to be holding on to i guess because who knows what they're going to be doing with that but I don't know. I'm not too, I'm not too interested, but I think it's pretty exciting because I mean the cover, I have the cover art somewhere. So I mean, it's cool. It's cool. Um, I guess the big book of the week though, that everybody wants to be talking about and I'm even seeing in the chat right now. Um, my dude, Saul Silver wants to talk about it. Um, this week, uh, the book that I guess everybody's talking about is Spider-Man one from, JJ uh, Abrams and, and his son. And I mean, I think it may, it makes sense that Marvel would, would give these guys, uh, uh, a shot to write a Marvel book because I mean if you look at J.J. Abrams past uh, I mean he wrote the script for the movie uh Forever Young starring Mel Gibson and um I don't know if you guys have heard of this movie I mean I, I didn't know about this until I, I guess like about two years ago uh, but I mean here's the plot after his true love falls in a coma test pilot Daniel McCormick undergoes suspended animation in a military experiment conducted by his friend Harry Finley Supposed to last a year, a series of mishaps results in McCormick being all but forgotten. And 53 years later, a young boy, Elijah Wood, accidentally frees a confused McCormick, who eventually lives with him and his mother. However, complications arise. So, anyways, I don't know. The guy clearly uh, is right up there for for writing Spider-Man. Which again, he's he. I don't. I've never really enjoyed anything he's done. Uh, I I wasn't a fan of Lost or anything. So um i'm trying to think of like if there is any jj abrams projects that i enjoyed i guess the star trek stuff was okay but i mean it's not like i don't put him on like this high echelon of like great writers or whatever but um apparently he just plotted this and his son wrote the whole thing but uh i know like some some creators were like how do these guys just immediately write a comic book but it is what it is so in this story uh apparently uh Everybody thought it was about Peter Parker Spider-Man, but it's not, it's about Ben Benjamin Parker Spider-Man, which is Spider-Man's son in a in a different universe altogether. So, I didn't read this book. I'm not sure what really like how it takes place. I know what happens in the future. I know that Peter Parker is apparently an absentee father. Uh the mother Mary Jane is dead and um he lives with Aunt May who apparently is like 133 at this point. So, it just it seems bizarre. And i'm not sure where it goes but the first appearance of benjamin parker uh is spider girl 59 he appears as a baby though so again that's that's weird i guess this is his first adult appearance so who knows how long that's gonna go for but um i don't know and again spider girl 59 is is a book that people are jumping on i'm I'm in a lot of facebook buy groups i keep seeing people post it saying i need this i need this do you have one i need it in high grade and once bleeding cool ran the article i guess on Monday. All copies were non-existent, and and they were selling for about ten bucks. So I don't think it was a, a dollar book. I don't think it's been a dollar book for a little bit, but I, I could be wrong on that. I think you might be able to find it uh, for cover price. I think you might be able to find it at, at local comic stores. I know like a lot of stores are probably picked through by this point, but it might have some long-term potential depending on how this character. Uh, gets involved after this five-part miniseries, but I'm pretty sure it's a five-part miniseries. And again, there's a few sto- there's a few variants. There's a few store variants as well. I mean, I know there's a 1 in 500 variant, but when I was checking it out yesterday, it wasn't really selling for anything. I don't know if anything happened, changed today, but uh, I don't know. I i don't think it's, it's a big deal. I don't care. Um, I looked it up. Spider-Man apparently has two children, and it's in that same universe. I don't know if he has any other kids, but who knows? Uh, it's just, it's a whole weird situation. So... I don't know. If you want to buy Spider-Girl 59, good for you. I think it's a good book to be selling right now, but uh, maybe wait for a dip and it, it might rise again. I know like when Spider-Gwen came out, it went high, then it went low, then it went high again. So uh, it might have that same thing. Like Once this miniseries ends, there will be a good three or four months of nothing happening with this character, and that's when you could be picking up the book, and then Marvel might introduce it again. But it might not. I mean, Marvel doesn't have like a great track record of keeping things going. So... We'll see how that goes. And I definitely hope Henry Abrams uh, doesn't stay around as a staple writer. I I haven't seen any good reviews about people being like, oh, I really like the way uh, the story went. I haven't heard anything like that. So who knows how that's going to go. But uh, it's just not something I'm really looking forward to. Plus, it's not like who... who, I I don't know who's reading Spider-Man these days, but there seems to be a lot of different Spider-Man books out, whether it's a Chip Zdarsky uh, series or uh, this new series. And plus, isn't there an ongoing series? So, I I brought this up on uh, another podcast. So, I'll bring it up here. Why is Marvel so against doing one giant story arc? Why are there so many different miniseries? Like, who's reading all these miniseries? Like, look, Spider-Girl went to issue 59 and well past that. But Spider-Man can't even do that in in an ongoing issue. They have to keep doing these different uh, reboots. I'm not into it. I'm just... I'm not feeling it, and I don't like it. So, uh, what else do we have for books this week? Um... This book had me digging out uh, my Hulked Out Heroes series, which I guess came out, and I think it came out in like 2012. And uh, in that series, all these different uh, characters become Hulk. Uh, Spider-Man becomes Hulk, Wolverine becomes Hulk, Captain America, Thor, and there's a few other, like Deadpool Hulk. So uh, I, I thought that was a, a pretty cool book. But um, this book is Absolute Carnage 3. It's the Young Guns variant uh, featuring artwork by Pepe Laraza. And I guess it's like a design variant, but it's um, the first. It's supposed to be, I guess, the first appearance of Hulk as Venom. And uh, the reason I look, pulled out my Hulked out uh, Heroes was I was like, is this Venom? Is, is, does this happen in this book? Is this the first appearance? But no, it, it didn't happen in that book as far as I could tell. So uh, I, I don't really care about this book. I mean, I know there's been a lot of uh, young guns variants, whatever that means. Uh, that have like spiked and then have cooled, and I don't think that any of them have really heated up that much more after after the fact. So I don't know what the long term is on this, um, but if you can find them for cover and sell them for ten, I think some are maybe at twelve right now. Um, by all means, you should probably be doing that, but it's not it's not something I would be holding on to. Uh, it's not even a book that I even ha- would have on my radar to purchase. But um, hey, if if this is the kind of money that you want to make, do it. Um, because, hey, it, it's great, but uh, it's just not something I'm into. Um, another book that I uh, that came out this week that I did actually buy a copy of, I, I usually avoid the ratio variants. I definitely avoid pre-ordering them, but I saw it on Third Eye Comics, and uh, I think it might be, like, my first purchase from Third Eye Comics, too. So I bought one of these. It's uh, the Jane Foster 3, 1 in 25 variant. I should have looked up what the final cover art uh, looks like with uh, the trade dress, but uh, I wasn't able to do that. But uh, I really like this book, so I, I think it's spiking for a little bit more than ratio the one in twenty five. But uh, who knows where it's going to go long term? I know people are saying Stephanie Hans has the same face in every, every uh, book, but uh, so do so many artists these days. I mean, especially cover artists. And and like, has Hans done um, interiors aside from Die? I don't know. Die is her, right? She does. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's her on on Die. Who knows? But uh, I don't know. I bought this because I just thought it was a cool cover. And I think uh, it could have some long-term gains. And if it doesn't, it's definitely a book um, I would have no problem keeping in my personal collection. I think that's how you should be buying books. Um, don't don't buy terrible books. Don't buy into bad speculation. Buy books that you would have no problem holding on to. And uh, that, that's why I purchased one. So you got to live by example sometimes. And uh, that's why I purchased it. What else we got going on? Oh, yeah. Um, Boom is continuing their speculative game. Uh, This week had uh, the second issue of Once in Future uh, came out. It's already sold out. It's already in its third printing, uh, which I think is pretty interesting. And uh, Once in Future 1 is uh, the fifth printing came out today, and then Something is Killing the Children, number one, third printing came out today. Both of those seem to be performing well, Uh, well above cover. I mean, but um, how well, who knows? So, I mean, those are two books that I guess you can be picking up. But I don't know, I mean, Boom seems to be like a weird uh, publisher, and I don't know how they're, uh, I don't really know how retailers are perceiving all of the speculative games that they keep playing with these uh, print runs, because there's really no reason for them to be quick streaming all of these print variants, and I mean, they could have left orders open and then reprinted a second printing, they didn't have to rush it to a fifth printing, so... I just, I'm not sure about it. Um, I just think that's something to think about. Uh, Boom also came out with uh, their New York Comic Con variants. Uh, there was a bunch of Power Ranger ones. I, I don't really think that there was any need to point that. But they also had two Once in Future variants, uh, which I just thought was interesting. They both seem to be Virgin variants. Uh, well, no, that's not true. They're not Virgin variants. But they um, there's one's a New York Comic Con variant, and the other one's a convention variant, whatever that means. So uh, it's the same cover art. Um, those are probably going to be big books of the show because I'm sure they're going to be limited to like 500 or something. But uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know how long these books once in like once in future and um, and uh, something is killing the children. I don't know how how long term these books are going to go. Are are these books going to continue selling well up into October? I don't know. And I again, I think that's something that we all uh, need to be thinking about. I, I just I'm not sure if I see it. having trouble man i'm talking too fast and uh i'm just having trouble catching my breath apparently i mean i don't know maybe it's like uh, uh onset of asthma or something it could that could be it i don't know but uh again like uh the boo uh new york comic-con variants i think that's something that we all should be thinking about if uh my trouble of catching my breath is uh asthma or not um other news that came out this week uh that, I mean, I've been on this for, for a few years talking about this book, and I'm kind of tired of it. So that's why I didn't really post about it again. But Key Collector posted that at New York Comic Con this year. Uh, they will be premiering at least the first episode of uh, Resident Alien, uh, which is uh, the Dark Horse Comics series. Resident Aliens, uh, the first issue was zero, and then there was a one. And it first appeared in the Dark Horse uh, Presents series, at first uh, issue four. There's two covers of Fiona Staples one, and then a, a Gary um, Darrow one, or a Jeff Darrow one. Sorry. And uh, I think they're both great books to be buying. Um, Dark Horse Presents four one has uh, the asking prices on eBay are all over the place, but uh, that's always been a book that I've I've always been about. And I have I have a considerable uh, copies of this. I think I think I have like four, which for a book that uh, I purchased, uh, in 2014 or 2015 when the the news started coming out that this was happening. I mean, um, I'm, I'm just surprised I was able to keep the books that long without, uh, selling them. So hopefully we'll finally be able to sell our copies. And, uh, I I think that's something to, to look forward to. I mean, I, I think it's great. Also, um, I guess, uh, there's a new Scott Snyder series that is now escaping me. It's like, uh, unfound, uh country or something that uh apparently was purchased for a seven figure deal and it hasn't come out yet so I think that kind of kills speculation on the series altogether but at at the same time um I think uh it it might be good for the series I'm not I'm not quite sure well I mean there's an ash can that seems to be doing well but aside from that I don't know if it's a, a good book to be buying I thought I had an image of it but I don't have one but, uh, I can't even remember what it's called, but, uh, th- there's definitely another, uh, another uh, book that you should be thinking about. Uh, and it's a Scott Snyder one and it, uh, it's, uh, co-written by, um, another guy that I can't think of his name, <laughs> but, uh, it is what it is. Uh, what else is going on? What else do I have, uh, for up to go? I do have a few things. Oh yeah. Disney plus. So this week was pretty big for Disney plus they released, um, all of their titles, that are going to be on the Disney plus streaming platform when they launch and they launch in October. A lot of things happen in October, New York comic-con now um, Disney plus. So I'm, I'm more excited for HBO because they're supposed to be like an HBO streaming service that's somehow attached to the Disney one. And I um, am kind of excited for that because I kind of want to rewatch all of the episodes of boardwalk empire. And I'd rather do that now than later. So um, it kind of sucks. that I have to wait a few weeks to do that, but it is what it is. So I went through the whole list and I mean, I could see subscribing for like maybe a month, but I don't know if if they could really sustain me on the Disney Plus. The only the only movies I really saw that interested me, and I will bring this up because I obviously that's what you guys care about, was Kazam, because again they have Kazam on it, the Shaquille O'Neal genie movie, which again is genius. And uh, the other movies that they have on it that I w- I would obviously be watching are the uh, the Mighty Ducks, but. And they have all the Mighty Ducks movies on it. They have all the Avenger movie too. But, I mean, that stuff's all, like, overrun, overdone with at this point. I mean, we, you could have watched all that stuff on Netflix at this point. So I'm just not too excited for it. Um, I'm really excited if there is some kind of HBO, Hulu component, because I did read that that was supposed to happen. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how much money I can... Uh, I can sustain putting in this i mean i also have amazon prime so i mean that's how many streaming services are there and how long do we have to wait for them all to come into become one um, i know that nbc also announced some stupid streaming service this week and uh i mean what relaunching battlestar galactica and uh, all this other stuff that nobody really cared for uh, hbo did say they're bringing back boondocks for another two seasons which i think is pretty uh pretty awesome but um and a movie but again I don't know if this really can justify uh, a subscription for it. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. There's only so many Disney movies. Where are the Fox movies? And I get, I didn't realize Kazan was a Disney movie, but uh, I mean, that makes sense. Who else would give Shaquille O'Neal a movie except for Disney? Um, The other big news that that, uh, keeps coming up this week and it started coming out. um, The rumor started coming out from Variety in December of last year was uh, that sony was going to be purchased by apple it's still like and i guess the only reason that we keep hearing about it is because people seem to really care about what's going on with spider-man in the mcu and all that and apparently if uh if apple not if sony's purchased that means that all of the the deals of of disney uh, or of all of their rights with spider-man seem to dissolve i don't know um that's what i'm reading i don't know if that's those are legitimate things like how i don't understand how those could be legitimate things but that is what people are saying so i don't, I don't know uh, i don't know what that means how long but again i wouldn't put too much money into it i wouldn't really care too much about it so uh, it is what it is but uh, i'm just kind of tired of hearing about it by this point I, I, as there are like there's a lot of things i'm just tired of hearing about but i don't care about spider-man and i definitely don't care if like apple buys sony and i don't think anybody else should either so we should all all just like focus on not talking about that anymore because who cares it's stupid. Um, yeah. One thing I wanted to talk about this week, I guess was, uh, yeah, I, I was, I picked up a bunch of magazines and I kind of wanted to talk about one of them. Um, because I thought it was pretty rad. And then I have like a few things I'll talk about, I guess. But, um, I wrote an article about this one, uh, fantastic magazine. And what they do is they show all these like really cool stills from, uh, various movies and pop culture, uh, things that they have really cool different interviews and stuff. And I I just think it's a really cool magazine uh, that we should all be thinking about. But uh, while I was looking at it to this one, there was another one that um, I found that I really like. It's called Femme Fatales. Uh, So I picked up a a first uh, issue of that and I got that this week. I don't know if you guys have uh, ever seen these. There's there's a lot of um, Carrie Fisher ones and there's a few Elvira issues as well. But I didn't realize like how pornographic they were. Uh, if, if you if you open I, like I'd show you, but I can't. Uh, if you open it, um, there's just tons of nude pictures of various actors and their nude scenes, and I, it's just such a funny magazine that it actually exists and that it, it just portrays all these people in, in such a hilarious way. So. I just think that's a magazine you should be thinking about. Cause it's just so funny and uh, you can definitely find them in the wild. I know in high grade, some of them go for a, a little bit more than others, but um, if you're looking for a magazine to just read and have think, then just laugh. Uh, I definitely think femme fatales is, is one that you should be looking for. Cause it's just it's so stupid. And it, it's like, it's trying to be playboy, but the articles and the pictures are just really comical. And uh, I just don't understand how like, how they could even get away with it so it's something to think about um i don't know how many issues they had they don't have any more but it's just it's it's a fun one that i definitely like and uh you should be thinking about it so we'll see um another thing that i think you guys should be thinking about is high times magazine um i've talked about this a few times uh over the three years of the podcast but High Times Magazine number one has really started spiking and it, it goes up and then it goes down and up and down and it, it seems to be going up way more than it goes down recently. So there's a few printings of it, but I, I think these are definitely books you should be going, especially since like um people are pushing for legalization in a lot of countries and things seem to be going towards that, that way. I think that this is going to get a nostalgia factor that people aren't really expecting and I think it's going to um, definitely go up in value. Um, I think any issues before 1980 are worth picking up. Uh, It did premiere in 1974. So I think that, like, I picked up this one for uh, four bucks this week. Four bucks Canadian. So that's what, like a dollar U.S.? No, I think it's like three bucks U.S. Um, It's from November 77. And it just, I don't know, they're just fun reads. And um, they're definitely, they're not easy to find. They're not easy to track down, especially if you look on eBay. But they have uh, Free Brother comic books in them. This one has an interview with Robert Crumb. Um, they also have really insane center folds. Um, this one is like a drug bust or a, a drug batch of something, uh, flying up on, on the ocean or something. But I mean, it's just, it, these are things that they definitely go for way more than, uh, four bucks. So I think if you can find them for reasonable prices, you definitely should be picking them up. And I think that down the line, they're definitely going to start appreciating in value. So it's something to be thinking about, um, for sure. I, I just like it, and I just think you should be thinking about it. Another book that I picked up um, is this one. Uh, this was given out at San Diego Comic-Con. It's called Cursed. It's an uh, actual book book, but it's, uh features artwork by Frank Miller, and uh, it's written by Thomas Wheeler. The actual book comes out in October, and, and this is, again, a San Diego Comic-Con advanced preview, and it's apparently already in development at Netflix, which, I mean, whatever, but it has all this really rad artwork by uh, Frank Miller. And you can buy these uh, advanced uh, previews on um, on eBay. I think this maybe cost me 30 bucks. I, I don't know. But uh, when the series comes out, who knows if people are going to like it. Who knows where it goes. But, I mean, it, it features concepts from Frank Miller. And uh, I just think based on that alone, uh, it's worth uh, picking up. But who knows? I mean, I, I think it, I think it's good. Um, there's also a Funko movie. But uh, who cares? I don't see that happening. But I think that, like, one thing you should be thinking about is, I guess, that one Funko, the Austin Powers one. But, I mean, who cares? Um, And that's really all I had, I think. Yeah, that was really all I had. But, again, I'm going to put the link out there again. Um, If you guys want to come in and ask questions, I did have it as an open forum. Um, I see that Ultra Maximus is here, so I'm going to bring him in in two seconds. So, um, yeah, I I advise uh, anybody to come in. And if they have anything to say to come in, what's what's going on? Uh, Zach Min, that's cool. That's cool. I agree. I agree. Okay. Okay. True. True. That. True. That. I agree. Yeah, I didn't have headphones on. Okay. Cool. Cool. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you came here to say all those things. I can't. He- I can't hear you, and I don't think anybody else can. So. I'm glad you came here and said said those things. Um, nobody else is here though, so uh, I don't know. I I guess that's all I had. I mean, I wish I wish I could talk about more stuff, but I mean, at the end of the day, you can't just make stuff up, and that's all I had. Um, again, I'll see if Ultra Maximus is there. I don't think he is. I mean, you could say something to see if you're there, but you're not saying anything, and I mean, I can't hear you, so I'm just assuming you're not there. I mean, you could be. But uh, I don't think you are. Who knows? I don't know. That seems like we have. It seems like we have some great technical, uh, technical stuff going on. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, thank you for uh, thank you for coming. Uh, I appreciate it. I always appreciate it. I appreciate everybody for coming here. Zachman's still here, but he won't, like, he refuses to talk when I obviously have set him up to talk. Yeah, the guy's a great guy. Great guy, that uh, Ultra Maximus. Anyways, thanks for thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'll, again, we'll be back next week. I have uh, paid for at least one more year of uh, iTunes, so um, I'm a frugal man, so we'll be continuing this for at least ten months before I, uh, I, I call in the towel or whatever, and uh, I'm also uh, very spiteful, so I can't see us ending this anytime soon. Oh, I got a text this week um, for all you guys that uh, tuned in just for the drama. Um, that said, um, reach out to Sean and and stop quitting. I uh, know it's here. It. it said, "I'm not gonna say who it's from." It said, "Reach out to Sean and quit being stubborn." Um, but I mean, I just thought that was weird because it's almost like, how am I being stubborn when I made like. I don't know a month worth of podcasts saying like, okay, we can all come back. Okay. Like, it's just so stupid. But, um, I mean, I ended the Patreon. So, uh, at that point, it's like, what's the point in ever like being nice to these people or, or bringing the, the, the crew back together. I, I don't see it happening. Am I right? Uh, guy whose mic isn't working uh, is my mic working now? It is, but I'm right. Right. Uh, I'm right though. Thing. Right. You're, uh, I just brought you on to say I was right. Uh, uh, I guess you're right. Okay, cool. I'm right. He said I was right. And uh, that's all we should we should think about. So anyways, so I'll catch you guys next week. Oh, no, wait. Maybe he had something to add. Did you have anything else to add aside from that I was right? No. Okay, you didn't have anything to add for no. comics today? No, there wasn't anything. Oh, that... uh, I mean, obviously, uh, if you like Spider-Man, you, you read that Spider-Man book by J.J. Abrams today, right? But Oh, yeah, I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is my favorite. I watched Spider-Man Homecoming um, the other day. It wasn't bad. Um, but I the mean, first, it wasn't like a great this is the first movie. time you watched it though, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, see,
1: you're, you're two years too late and that's the problem, Jimmy. You're, you're behind in the times on certain things, but yet you're, you're, Dude, there's no
0: reason to watch that movie like what, what it's like there's nothing groundbreaking happens in that movie it's not like it's like some kind of civil rights movie and it gets everybody like jumping for joy or something so, nothing so good you, ha- like it's just another spider-man movie nothing I mean, groundbreaking happens in it. it's homecoming, just another
1: spider-man movie. homecoming is a good movie because batman is vulture i mean why else would you want to watch it
0: oh i said homecoming right i meant far yeah. from home oh, oh he so goes to venice yeah i apologize okay. Um, whoa, whoa. Whoa, so, that's... I mean, it's, I'm still late. I'm still late for a very, <laughs> yeah. but, right? Like, I'm not saying I'm not late on it. Uh, but um, I don't know. It's like, it is what it is. Homecoming, again, yeah, that was a good movie. It was better than the second film. But um, I don't know. Maybe that's the sp- surprise of having Michael Keaton and, and introducing a new Spider-Man. Maybe that's why it was a better film than the second movie. And the second film's just like a continuation of the first. So it's like, who cares? And it's also the last film that's going to be with that Spider-Man in the MCU. A, well, that's what they're saying, but like again, who cares? Why does who that cares? even matter? Who oh, cares? Because the oh, entire is not going to be in it. It's like <laughs> it doesn't want. Like it doesn't matter at all, um, at all, in my opinion. So who cares? Plus, apparent according to JJ J. J. Abrams wants them to bring in Benj- Benjamin Parker. Right? They're going to do a Benji Parker series now.
1: What because one book was released today, so yeah, all Yeah, isn't that yeah.
0: and it's it's written by JJ Abrams, so that's obviously yeah. like the Hollywood mind. We already went into this, right? Don't don't make me bring up Forever Love. All right, well have you seen Forever Love with Mel no. Gibson trapped in, in time? No. Nope. Exactly. No one has because it's a terrible movie. JJ <laughs> Abrams makes terrible movies. Okay, like it's starring Mel Gibson, um uh, the the lady from Halloween, uh, and Elijah Wood, right? And still it's a terrible film. So whatever. Elijah that lady yeah, you know, the lady from Halloween who's married to that guy from Spinal Tap. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, well
1: everything's turned up to 11 in my house. So yeah, I get what you mean.
0: Her name's um Jamie Lee Curtis. See, I came up with it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I don't know, she appears on the cover, see? It's a it's a great cover. But it, again, terrible movie. Like who wants to watch that? No. Well,
1: well, well Jimmy, did, weren't you at the Toronto Film Festival just recently?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, my brother my brother-in-law saw the Joker movie. Yeah. Um, and, wh- and what did he say about it? Uh like he said like enough about it that made me not want to follow up with questions. <laughs> but um <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what he he said. No. Uh, um I, I, f- I You told me what he said he already, said, but I want I you to I want f- you to tell me. I feel mixed. Else. I really enjoyed watching it like really entertaining. Amazing performance from Joaquin. Very dark, but I think it might be stigmatizing to mental health. And I was like, okay, I don't want to talk to you anymore about this. Um, but I don't know. I think these are like, I think the concerns and controversy around the movie are kind of justified. And I think people who say that it's stupid kind of forget that, like, at one point a guy dressed up as the Joker and shot up a movie theater because yeah. he was trying to be the Joker. Yeah. So I think people forget about that. No, people um, don't forget. No, I think they do in this in this context of it. So I can understand the controversy, but at the same time, it's a film, and it's art, and censorship is dumb. So I can understand, like, both sides of the argument. But, um, I don't know. When he sent that to me, I was like, whatever, dude. It was like, <laughs> obviously, we don't watch the same kind of movies. And, I mean, again, I think every time, like, Die Hard or Lethal Weapon's on, he's always like, oh, yeah, yo, you have to watch this. I'm like, yeah, obviously. I know, like, I know every part of these movies, but... Um, so so, so, how does this relate to J.J. Abrams again? Well, J.J. Abrams makes terrible movies. Um, I don't know. Have you watched The Hangover? Yeah. Yeah, so does Todd Phillips. Have you watched Eurotrip? Yeah. Exactly. Todd Phillips makes terrible movies. Yeah, but those are good,
1: bad movies. That's that's the thing. No, they're, the
0: not. they're not. Eurotrip isn't a good, bad movie. Good, bad movies have, like, Road Trip is. Eurotrip isn't. Okay. Yeah, it You're has like one road or road two. It has like one or two good scenes, right? You have like oh, okay. Matt Damon in it. Is there any nudity? No, it's a terrible movie. <laughs> because like that no movie was that movie was begging for nudity and there was none. They even go to a nude beach at one point, and there's no nudity in that movie. <laughs> it's so bad. Well, so I don't.
1: I don't. It's, know. A, it's a different time, man. the The early two thousands were weren't
0: just recent. But yeah, I I don't know. Did you did you pick up this book? Did you read it?
1: I read it, but I put it back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a library. You can't do that.
1: No, no, no. See, I, I get special privileges at the stores that I go to. No, you to. don't get you
0: special privileges. It's not yeah, a library. Yeah. You can't no, no, pick
1: I, a, I, a, I, no. You can't. I, I do get special privileges at the stores that I go to, and I'm allowed to do things such as read a book speed readingly and then put it back on the shelf because I got to get busy and go di- bin diving to find a man of steel uh, 18 fifth print in the back issue bins. So you, you, Whatever. you know. You know no, what I'm saying? Mean, yeah, it's
0: something you never, you, whatever. It's the whatever. third one I owned. So, I mean, it, so how, it, many, like, how many, how many Spider Girl Fifty Nines did you find? Zero. Exactly. What, like, whatever. Because it's, somebody got there already. I mean, uh, and that's that's the
1: difference. Yeah, I didn't even. It's I pretty, didn't even
0: look. I, I didn't it, even. So. It,
1: it, you, your your speculation on magazines is better than most comic book speculation available in the last month. Just put it that way.
0: Yeah, but I mean, so this one has like naked pictures of Jane, Jamie Lee Curtis in it, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, Who cares about these magazines? They're so stupid. Well, there's a a market for everything. I also bought this, which I thought was neat. Have you ever seen one of these? Uh, Hot Wax Quarterly? No, sir. I have not. Um, yeah, so I bought it for the cover, um, which it says, like, from records from behind the Iron Curtain, and it just has, like, a lady on it with, um, I don't know, like, some kind of uh, communist flag. But apparently it's about records or something. Um, and it's all about, like, Punk music and stuff. But what I thought was really cool is it features artwork by Dave Sim. Uh, That's pretty awesome. So I just like there's you always find new things with magazines. And um, Dave Sim is the creator of uh, Cerebus. So yeah, of course. And this is it says it's from 1981. And it came from uh, my friend Wes got a a, he bought like a uh, he bought something like 4,000 magazines from like a California collection and he's been going through them. It had some deadlines in it, and uh, that's where I realized like almost no deadlines are worth any money except the first one. Like the that's the uh, the Tank Girl uh, magazine. Right. Right. Yeah. So um yeah so that it's apparently from that, but I, I don't know because I mean I think this book might be a Canadian book because it features artwork by Dave Sim, but who knows? That guy's kind of crazy. Who knows? That, that there's does, all,
1: there's always treasures to discover, but uh, how many other magazine size items do we have? That are uh, you know a desirable item to chase after.
0: I mean, I think there's tons of magazines that are, are worth a lot of cash that people just don't. Besides Mad don't think about. and a couple of National Lampoon. Yeah, one hundred percent. I know there's a small magazine. Well, there's that, that Pussycats uh, book or whatever. There's tons of books, right? Uh, that that like I was going. I have about four short boxes filled with magazines upstairs. Uh, so. I th- I think there's uh, always stuff. And I have a bunch of posts written on com- for comic book speculation, like I haven't posted yet, that are ready to go. I just did one on, uh, yeah, Sin of Fantastique magazine. And, and they have uh, a few issues that sell well. And uh, same with this uh, porno one, the Femme Fatales. So, I don't know. I think th- there's tons of different magazines that sell well. Same with Marvel magazines. I mean, whether they're Dracula. I, I noticed Tomb of... Uh, I- yeah, whether they're Dracula or whether they're published by Curtis. I've noticed there's a lot of Curtis magazines that... You don't like... Um, Marvel through Curtis published a magazine on Hitler and it's all just pictures of Hitler from World War II.
1: See, th- th-
0: these it's are the like, types of things like, that, the, that I think the I, random I I'm pretty sure I talked about it. I bought one for really cheap because I couldn't find I never found one before. I think it still cost me like 20 or 40 bucks, but the fact that Marvel published that and and this was after they introduced the hate monger into the Marvel universe, it's just it's such it's so goofy. But um I don't know.
1: How do you find half of this stuff, man?
0: Like by going through you by going to stores and looking at books. No, I know that, but I mean, like,
1: like after you find the book, like, how do you find out that, you know, this book was owned by this company and then this was published by these
0: people with this Curtis. Curtis, everybody, because Marvel made magazines. They just didn't publish it under Marvel. They just published under Curtis. <laughs> I don't know why. So there's like there's tons of characters where they're where they're Marvel characters, but it's not it's not published under Marvel. It's published under Curtis, and it's just like okay, but um, there's other of ones that are Marvel, there's ones that are Marvel and Curtis, and there's ones that are just Marvel. So uh, publishing maybe it's because of a newsstand thing that I don't understand towards like different direct market stuff. I don't know, but um, Marvel's just weird.
1: Kind of like how Marvel published kids' comic books
0: under the Star imprint. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, Yeah, but it's more like everybody knew the Star imprint was owned by Marvel, whereas they just had Curtis. And but uh, but Curtis didn't have a good logo; it just said Curtis and then had a C. (laughs) You obviously know that
1: Curtis is a Marvel imprint, so yeah. No, I think at
0: the time, I don't think people realized it. But again, a lot of like the Tomb of Dracula books and uh, the feature, and some of the Blade books, and there's some a bunch of other books. I, I. could come up with a list if I again was uh, gonna research it and look into this, but uh, there's uh, quite a few. Think. So who knows, man? But I think that's all we yeah. had, right? Are we? Well, okay, what else this we this is actually a Curtis book. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the Marvel pre- previews were all uh, first appearance of Star Lord is a Curtis. And it, book. if you look at that logo again, it's just the C, and then and yeah. then it has it's such a stupid logo. Like it's Marvel Comics, and it's just a C with uh, and yeah, as um I don't know. There's but. There's a lot of magazines that I think are worth money and I I just think people don't really pay attention to it because maybe they're oversized and I think stores too uh, don't necessarily pay attention to it. And if you look at, uh, I've talked about this before, but if you look at the relaunched Mad magazines, like the number one, it seems to be selling well. I don't know if any of the other ones are are doing well, but uh, the one, the issue one of the second volume seems to still be selling uh, pretty well. I was just actually looking
1: at boxes full of magazines today. I didn't uh, pick any of them up because I. I dug through those bins years ago, but uh, Transformers uh, magazine from IDW magazine size. There's also a Spawn one that's uh, I think gracing in the end of a a, a box. Yeah, so I, I they're Conan magazines right Savage Sword of Conan too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and then um, what are some other ones too that people should be on the lookout for? Um, well, I
0: mean, I have a whole um, section of them on comicbookspeculation.com. I can't think of really any off, off the top of my head. Huh. Uh, well, I've to, written a bunch I'll of them. I'll read the article. And um, I don't know. I think there's. I think magazines are just, there's a lot of money there. And yeah, famous, I have one about famous monsters that I haven't talked about because um, there's a few, it went through a, a really cool story where like this other guy bought them. And uh, well, he didn't like, another guy, like famous monsters stopped publication. And then another guy just, uh, Ray Ferry, uh saw that the co- like they didn't they didn't um re-register the copyright so he just continued the magazine hmm. and um and then eventually like there were after i think like 50 issues it got taken away from him and there were like a bunch of weird lawsuits and what he and he's still publishing magazines which i which i think is weird and i think all he does is like republish um things that are out of uh copyright so he just like republishes horror stories and uses horror pictures and it's really weird. And um he like he ripped off because he had a deal with the the original editor creator of Famous Monsters and he ripped him off. And anyways, this is a whole story. I'm gonna have a I'm working on a post about that. Uh well I look it. just to it gets out. so complicated. I just don't I just don't want to write it. But um I don't know. I also bought like a three box collection this week. And uh it was a hundred bucks and I couldn't believe some this I found all these like there were so many Star Wars Dark Horse books that sell for big money that I didn't even realize
1: mm-hmm. like there's a um, even after Marvel relaunched it didn't kill it, them completely but it definitely put them into a lull and some of them are starting to pick up because some of them are legit first appearances in print
0: yeah I didn't find any first appearances like I found like issue zeros and stuff and like issue ones of um, of stupid series, but I guess the one that really blew me away is like the dark horse. 100 variants. Have, did you know anything about those?
1: No, I, I, my dark horse, uh, star Wars knowledge is very limited.
0: Yeah. Like I'm working on that, I'll, but yeah. So I found like there was a star Wars, the old Republic variant. That's like a $50 book. Apparently. Um, and it was star Wars, dark time zero. Uh, and then star Wars, dark time, 100, which like it apparently it's limited to a thousand copies. There's no copies on eBay. And the last good uh, condition copy sold for a hundred bucks uh, last month. See right there. So I don't know. I just think that people are not really realizing that. Like I think it's the Dark Horse 100 variants that you, you should start looking for. Um, I don't know. I gotta I gotta do some more research on that because there's apparently a few of them. But the other one I found was um, Star Wars Night Errant Zero, which apparently like I guess that's isn't that a dollar book, but that's apparently selling well. And then yeah, I found a Star Wars Lost Tribe of the Sith Spiral. Uh, which is like limited to a thousand. There's some really stupid ones. So well, I, I just might, think they're worth uh, keeping on your radar. These uh, star Wars spec,
1: you might want to double check some of those for first appearances. Cause uh, there, you may have other books in that collection that may.
0: Yeah. I mean, I bought three short boxes. I condensed them to two short boxes. Cause I took one and I kept them and then I put the two other ones in my car. I'm just going to sell them tomorrow for hopefully how much I paid for them. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, good luck to you there. But uh I think it's possible. We'll see how my haggling skills work out. But uh I don't know, man. Well hey, just, thanks for thanks for Star, having me on. Star Wars sucks too though. And that's supposed to be on the Disney Plus stuff. There's a bunch of the, the Star Wars stuff is. But uh when they when they showed the list uh, the Bandolin series, have you heard of the Mandolin series?
1: No, nope, I haven't heard of it.
0: You have though, right? You know what I'm yeah, talking about?
1: I, I'm completely joking, the Mandalorian, you mean?
0: Yeah, The Mandalorian, apparently, but that, Mandalorian, did, that yeah. wasn't on the list either. So I don't know. Well, it's uh, still going to be there. That's going to be one
1: of their launching premiere shows. But yes, I saw, I read the list of movies and TVs today. Uh, I'm most excited about uh, probably Tailspin and X Men from 1992.
0: Yeah, that's just like you just re like, it's not new episodes. No, it's all the old shit. Yeah. I mean, f- dude, like, I've seen that stuff a million times. Like, what are they going to do? Give me gargoyles again? Yeah. Like, I don't want to watch that shit again. I. Like let's keep do let's you, be real. I want new episodes. You know, and honestly, honestly, want- I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought I wanted new episodes and um I thought I wanted new episodes of Rocco's modern life and then Netflix gave me a special and I was watching it going like what the fuck? I didn't want this. So I don't know. I I don't know what I want anymore. Dude, I guess well, what, what I want is I want HBO on demand and I want to be able to rewatch every all of the Boardwalk Empire. I mean, is that can I is that too much to ask for?
1: That's a lot to ask for, actually.
0: I don't think it is. Because, I mean, I, I could watch it on YouTube. It says, like, I can pay $5.99 and I can watch all the episodes. But uh, isn't that how much HBO on demand is? I can just wait a month? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could bootleg it. But wouldn't that be... Like, isn't there, like, a million episodes? Can't, like, HBO just put it on, like, something and let me watch it, please? Like, I don't get it, man.
1: No, man. That's, uh, uh, do you have HBO streaming service?
0: Do I? Yeah. I imagine I do. I mean, I get HBO. Well,
1: if you have HBO, maybe you should go to the HBO app and look at their streaming service to see if they have episodes of Boardwalk Empire on there.
0: I don't think I, I don't think my cable provider gives any of the apps, um, which sucks. Well,
1: you're you're and you're, if, you're in Canada, so yeah, you're your no no there are no, there's stuff.
0: like there's there's like two cable providers that um there's like two internet and cable providers, and then like there's other ones that are like subsidiaries of other ones, and I can only use a subsidiary in, in this area and. Uh, they don't uh, let, let you do the on-demand stuff because they suck. So, I don't know. Canada isn't a great country when you think about it. And apparently, like, it's okay to, like, do blackface. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was learning today, too. I, was, I thought that was kind of shocking.
1: I, was, I thought you were going to separate the politics from comic books today. but uh, No, it I don't like... think that
0: was politics. I just was, like, apparently, like, you can just do that and just say, like, well, I mean, you know, I really like costumes. It's like, what? How is that an excuse? How is that a thing? I don't know. That's your, prime, that's your prime minister. All I know is an election is coming up and uh, <laughs> I obviously am voting for him. What is going on with that guy? That's funny. <laughs> um. But I mean, yeah, uh, Mr. Mr. D brought up in the chat that uh, Sopranos is better than Boardwalk Empire. I personally disagree, but um, wouldn't they put all the episodes of Sopranos on HBO as well? So you guys could watch that? See, I'm just saying. No, because
1: they want you to go out and they want you to purchase the Blu ray DVD set. Well, I'm fine with that
0: too, okay? But like, I'm just saying we're going to get HBO Max and all they're going to have is Artless.
1: You'd be all right with that.
0: No, I wouldn't be all right with like okay, I would be all right with that. But after I watch it like one time through, it's like why I don't want this. Nobody wants to watch Arliss again.
1: And, and then they would put Entourage on after you got done.
0: Yeah, I mean, isn't isn't Entourage just a redo of Arliss without Arliss? You know, that's what you should think about. Isn't Jimmy Jimmy Piven uh, Arliss? Jeremy Piven. Yeah. yeah, isn't he isn't he Arliss? Can not we just keep saying Arliss over and over again? I mean you haven't said it once, but I mean I'm gonna keep saying Rless.
1: You invited me on here for what I thought was gonna be the closing minutes of your
0: I put the ch- well, I kept putting the link out hoping somebody else would join it. Nobody <laughs> did. Well anyway, that's all we have. Um thank you, thank you for joining us on our last minutes. Um, I'm glad uh you came and uh yeah, I don't know, it's a good podcast. We'll be back next week. Uh and hopefully I'll actually end it this time. But uh yeah, thank you for joining us and uh we'll be back next week. Uh same day, same time I guess, maybe a little later. Who knows? Okay, bye now. Did it end? I don't know if it ended.